0: and welcome to Minnesota Masonic Histories and Mysteries, where we will explore the origins of all things Masonic in our great state of Minnesota and perhaps uncover a few mysteries of our ancient craft along the way. I'm joined here with my trusty companion, Kevin Gorg, from uh, Fox Sports North and other places as well. (laughs) And uh, we have a very, very special guest here today. He is, as I like to call him, the original the Donald, uh, Donald Severson. We're going to keep this apolitical. Donald Don Severson was the Grand Master in what year was it? Don? Nineteen
1: seventy-eight and nineteen seventy-nine.
0: Seventy-eight and seventy-nine. And Donald raised me to become a Master Mason. So I have a very special place in my heart for Don for many reasons, but most notably, he was in the East on my big day.
1: Yes, I was.
0: And for those of you who don't know, Kevin has recently petitioned St. John's Lodge Number 1 and is uh, here to also learn a little bit about... uh,
2: Observe and learn. Observe and learn. And maybe just ask a few questions along the way.
0: But today we're here to talk about the Masonic Cancer Center. And Don has a, let's just say, a long history related to the Cancer Center. In fact, in many cases, Don would be the history of the Masonic Cancer Center. Don, why don't you take us back? Should I call you most worshipful, or are you okay if I call you Don?
1: <laughs> you can call me Donald. The,
0: Donald, Donald, tell since, us about your origins.
1: Since I attained the age of 90 plus, I've become a little more
2: comfortable with Donald.
0: Okay, Donald, okay, you yes. finally matured into yes. a Donald,
2: very nice. It took a while, but after 90, we're going to the Donald.
0: Ninety-one, I believe, right? Yes. Very yes. nice.
1: Well, the history, uh, wow. I wasn't there at the very beginning, but I was there shortly thereafter. The I believe
0: the plan started in like 1955.
1: 55 sounds about right. Uh, there was a committee of 100 formed, and the original thought was a hospice-style approach to masons who were dying of cancer. Well, it's very rapidly evolved into something more ambitious, a hospital, patient care, education, and treatment.
0: And the idea was is to aspire to have people leave through the front door instead of the back door.
1: Exactly. So this Committee of 100 in the real moving force be, behind this Thing that we have today, this magnificent structure, this cancer center, was conceived in the minds of two past grandmasters. Past grandmaster Clyde e. Hagman, who was my Masonic grandfather, and past grandmaster Frank Emmerich, who was my Masonic father.
0: So you've got quite a, uh, a good bloodline, as they say. If he was yes. a horse, if he was he'd a
2: secretariat. <laughs> yes! We could start
0: calling you
1: Secretariat.
2: biscuit, Even better. Even yeah. better. What a movie.
1: And then from the Eastern Star, the order of the Eastern Star, oh, yes, was Tootie Machenbacher, past Grand Matron.
0: From Grand Rapids, I believe.
1: Yes, Grand Rapids, indeed. And Mildred Dietz.
0: Mildred Dietz. It was
1: the mother of a future board member of the Sunny Cancer Hospital.
0: And uh, former general counsel of 3M Chuck Dietz. Chuck or Dietz, Charlton uh, Dietz. Now that he's over 90, he, like you have gone from Don to Donald.
1: Progressed all he's the way to Charlton. From Chuck
0: to Charlton. 1958, Committee of 100.
1: So the first hospital was built. Now the first hospital was only one level at 40 beds. Five years later, they added a second floor with... Additional beds. To get to 80. Additional beds. And I was involved in that. Uh, the first hospital was before my time. I became a Master Mason in 1959. It's coming up on 62 years. That's kind of scary.
0: I believe the first campaign, as I understand it, this. Committee of a hundred went to the University of Minnesota and asked, "Is there something that we can do to help w- with cancer?" Yes. And they said something like, "If you could raise half of a million dollars, we'll raise the other half." Yes. And we went out and raised the full million. In fact, my grandfather, who is my actual grandfather, Masonic and uh, otherwise, <laughs> um, he remembers that he made a pledge of three dollars a month for three years to that campaign. So that, he always felt like it was, you know. Yeah, that
1: that was the second campaign. I was involved in that, and it was I, I was the person responsible for the Arcana Lodge campaign, and it was it was a uh, not a fixed amount, but a comfortable amount for th- each three years.
0: And and Arcana Lodge is uh, in Northeast Minneapolis. Yes,
1: northeast Minneapolis.
0: On the corner of.
1: Lowry and Central Avenue. It's
0: become kind of a posh and tony area.
1: Yeah, it may be now, but for a while there, it was a little bit bit downhill.
0: (laughs) Well, they're moving on up.
1: So it has evolved into uh, something quite
0: magnificent. So, Don, you were around when the next big gift was
1: made. I think it was eight floors to it. The underlying structure was built... to accommodate that addition and we had an interesting meeting with the representative of the university of minnesota and they were asking for help and they were offering uh naming floors for five hundred thousand dollars and they were offering various amounts for plaques and naming the floors and so forth so i noticed on the uh brochure that they had produced that for $10 million, you would get your name on the building. Whoa. And this is where uh, Donald.
0: The legend of Donald begins. Yes.
1: And I said, is that $10 million negotiable? (laughs) I wasn't aware of
0: this part.
1: He was all over me like, you know what? So you're
0: (laughs)
2: nibbling on the line.
1: So we settled on $5 Five million dollars.
2: You did a good job in negotiation. Look at that.
1: Yeah, it didn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five million.
0: And I understand that you played a role in de- designing the lettering that was placed upon the building. Yes, Why don't you I tell did. us a little bit about how you? Uh,
1: hmm. I will in a minute. Uh, but it was five million was paid over a ten year period. Okay. Five hundred thousand dollars a year a lot of money.
0: And Don, you were on the board of uh, the organization called the Masonic Cancer Center Fund for how many years? 30 years. Just 30. Jeez. So apparently we didn't have term limits
1: back in those days. Oh no, we didn't.
2: Well, you get the job done. That's the bottom line.
1: So the facade of the building, because of the $5 million, we were given the opportunity of having our name carved in stone. Very Masonic, Masonic, yes. Masonic Cancer Research Building. And as you know, it was in two separate tower shape of the building. Yes. And they came up with a plan with the whole Masonic Cancer Center Fund on one side in smaller letters. And my response to that was, uh, why can't we spread this out over both levels? of Both buildings,
0: both, yeah. Both, both towers
1: both towers, and make the letters bigger.
0: Go big or go home.
1: And we (laughs) did. And I'm not allowed to tell you how big those letters were because it's part of the the Masonic Trivia Contest.
0: You know what? If people listen to this, they deserve to get that one right. How big were those Those letters?
1: letters were 48 inches, 4 feet. So,
0: (laughs) Which is, you can see those letters... It says Masonic Cancer Research Building. I think so. And if you're on 94 and you look north on the river,
1: yep.
2: uh, it's yep.
0: you, you, you can't miss it. Yeah, four
2: it. feet, that's, that's That'll get significant. That it, will get your attention. It
1: is visible.
2: So well done.
1: What I, we've I, learned here
0: more than anything is that the Donald is a master negotiator.
2: It's Ten down to five? That's pretty significant. Ten down to five. Cut it right in half.
0: Doubled the amount of real estate that the name would occupy. Ten ne- years
2: to pay it, so five hundred thousand a year.
0: Negotiated.
2: This is part of the mysteries. Four feet worth of letters. Well done. So here, here. What's next, Donald? And
1: they showed me the blueprints of this thing, and I said, <laughs> "Well, wait a minute. You see this, all this letter here, and this other half is blank. It's it's, it's not in good balance, and it's not big enough. Made it bigger." Make it bigger. <laughs> if you spread it out over a wider space, you could make the letters twice. And they were like maybe twenty-four inches.
0: Oh, come on! Yeah. yeah so come on. The Donald came in and took care of matters. Yes, they did. And the, the rest is history, so to speak.
2: Yes, yes. And it's still
0: part of my legacy. It is. I would say it's a significant part of your yeah. legacy. It's a great, legacy. among other things. So Don, right now, we're in the anteroom to the Alfred Elisha Ames lodge room, and we are surrounded by pictures of uh, past grandmasters, if you've never been here.:
2: It's kind of like a Hall of Fame type and, of thing.
0: And Donald was noticing that in the row that he occupies there
1: is is there, vi- there is very few of There are very
0: few left. In fact, I think the only one
1: Vern Long. Vern Long, yeah. Past Grandmaster Vern Long. Vern was a former state legislator for many years. Good man.
2: Yeah. Vern Where was, does he live now?
1: Pipestone, I think. I think he's still, yeah, that's his, er, he originated, that's his original base. I yeah. I think he's still there.
0: Okay. He may have graduated from high school even a few years before the Donald.
1: <laughs> yeah, you he call
2: him he, mid-90s. He's in
1: his... <laughs> He's got to be in his mid-90s. Someplace.
0: Okay. Another very neat guy. We
2: should all be so lucky, right?
1: I think he still has a full-time job.
2: No so, kidding. So he's like Sid Hartman. He's going to work all the way to the uh, triple digits, hopefully, right?
1: Going to die with his boots on. Die
2: hey, that's awesome.
0: On. Kudos. So, Don, in addition to the things that you do for masonry, you have some other talents, so to speak.
1: Wow. Wow. Talents. Well, you're um, of a member
0: of a band.
1: Well, I played in several different bands, but most notably, the one I enjoyed the most, I was the drummer with the Dixie Cats. The Dixie Cats? The Dixie Cats. Dixie yes. Cats. Which is a spin off from the Shrine Band. And it was my favorite genre. Is that right? Genre? genre sure. Yes. It was my favorite kind of music. I like genre. Genre. Yeah. Let's leave that in. Yeah, very nice.
2: Sounds classic. We'll edit that to sound really <laughs> spectacular. And we played traditional Dixie.
1: In the other band I played in, and incidentally, this one I played with my wife, Mickey. And you will never guess the instrument that Mickey played
2: the accordion. <laughs> I had to guess. No. Shoot.
0: Saxophone, trumpet, cello.
1: No, no,
2: no. no. Uh,
0: cymbals, <laughs> electric guitar, uh,
2: tambourine. Incidentally,
0: we lost Mickey a couple of years ago. Yeah, a th- lovely, lovely lady.
2: Well, I want to know what she played. What did she what play? The,
1: what There's a critical musical instrument in a polka band
2: ukulele. There it is. No. Polka band. In a polka Pulses, band. Pulses,
1: polkas, shottishes. Oompa, oompa.
2: Oompa de I've got another puzzle for you.
0: We'll be on. editing that out as Come well. On. Captain. She
2: played the tuba. She played the tuba? No kidding.
0: Little Mickey Severson played the tuba.
1: And she was good at
0: it. Well, I'm sure she was. So, That's so cool.
1: I, we played with this. It was the name of the band was the Straßenspielers. Ooh, Germans. Yes, and if you the know Germans little, are yeah. you know a little German. It means street players, huh? And we played old time polkas, waltzes.
2: Oh, jazzes, my dad would lazarkas. love
1: it. And the third band that I played in was the Shrine spinoff called the Flames. It was an 18-piece 40s band. Cool. And I was a, just a little bit over my head in that. But I I, I got by. You kept up. <laughs> you
0: found a way. And you're a drummer. Yes. The drummer. A drummer. Yes. And what do they say about drummers?
2: They got the beat.
1: <laughs> what do they say about drummers? They love to hang around musicians. That's right. <laughs>
0: That's what they said about Ringo Starr.
2: Yep. It worked out okay for him. It worked yeah. out.
0: Yep, five hundred million later, he's eh, doing all not right. Bad.
1: They bad. went about the drummer that lost his girlfriend. No, he's homeless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we might have to edit that one out too. <laughs> I, oh my god! Well,
1: when I found out you could edit, I thought that's a, I, yeah, I, I, just go with it, right? Just go. That's oh, so god. good. Uh, the next thing I got involved in, uh, this was before I retired. I ran a sailing school up in Lake Superior.
0: Oh, that's right. You were a member of the Coast Guard.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, my military. I should mention that uh, I spent three years in the active duty Coast Guard.
2: God bless you for that. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Very nice. Uh,
1: then I, after that, it was 40 years in the Coast Guard Auxiliary, which is the Whoa. civilian branch. Of the coast guard, and we augment the coast guard active duty crews. And if you're willing to take the training and comply with the regulations of the active duty people, you become part of the crew. Okay. And I did that at Station Bayfield in Bayfield, Wisconsin, Lake Superior, on the south shore of Lake Superior. And I was involved in search and rescue. Oh, getcha <laughs> Yes, getcha goomy.
2: You know it. Gordon by Lightfoot knows
1: it. By by the a shining big a legend water. lives
2: on from the Chippewan down. The, of the big lake they call Michigumi.
1: Oh, the wigwam of Nokomis.
0: This, is, uh, this has become very deep, extremely so, Just deep. like Superior.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So I became uh, qualified as a radio watchstander's uh crew, and later on I became qualified as a coxswain. And I was also the station's emergency medical technician. The man does it all.
2: The Donald does have a few skills. Many, many skills.
1: And then when I retired, I got into cabinet making. I loved bookcases and curio cabinets, and that takes a lot of patience, I bet. Yeah, you know, but the results are wonderful. Yeah, something. You See your make, work, right? Something you've made with your own hands, and you can look at it, and you leave it to your children
0: well Donald uh, among the many things that you've been involved with you know the you know I, I look at that uh, at our Masonic Cancer Center really as being you know your legacy and uh, you know pretty we impressive all grateful for the leadership that you've shown over the many many years and uh, look at where we've come I think our We've now donated $125 million plus to the Masonic Cancer Center. I believe we're the, the number one donor in the history of the University of Minnesota. Mm. When you add to that what we've done for the, uh, the, uh, the Children's Hospital, the Masonic Children's Hospital, and the soon-to-be-opened uh, Masonic Institute for the Developing Brain. yes, Very exciting stuff. So, uh,
1: Congratulations. Our founders would be extremely proud. I and- would imagine. Uh, You know, they don't get enough credit. Uh, The name, Clyde Hegman, Frank Emmerich, Tootie Machenbacher. Mildred Dietz. Mildred Dietz. uh, They were our founders. I came along. I was a Johnny-come-lately. I didn't get involved until the early 60s.
0: You certainly stuck around for a while. Yes, I did. Yes. (laughs) And we hope you stick around a whole lot longer.
1: Well, I'm hoping
2: to. I have some plans.
1: Well, I know you,
0: you, always do. you always do. You know what I have plans for, uh, for lunch.
2: And we're going to take care of you for lunch. You're going to love lunch. Nice sandwich. Lunch. Lunch is yeah. next.
0: Well, Donald, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, this has been uh, Minnesota Masonic histories and mysteries. Emphasis on the histories today. We are outstanding here stories. The, uh, the living legend himself, a, uh, You know, has lived Masonic history about as long as just about anybody uh, upright and taking nourishment. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Donald.